Welcome back to Funny-ish. <laughs> you didn't like that? <laughs> I liked it. I just wasn't expecting it. I like the. I like it though. It's. Uh, I guess if. I mean, we'd have to start all of them like that now. Yeah. I mean, is that like a comic voice? Like, hey guys, we're uh, talking comedy here. It sounds like a morning zoo crew guy. Like oh, it feels crew. like an like a like a boing sound effect would yeah. not be out of place after you said that. Watch out on I eighty five. You got a lot of boing out there. <laughs> boing and a lot of boing. Oh, uh, what's this? A rubber chicken. Just a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is a funny-ish podcast. Yes, I'm Aaron Martinez. I'm Andrew Stein. I'd say that was a pretty accurate portrayal of our comedic uh, yes. stylings, yeah. if you will. That's probably as many laughs as I get during my first 30 minutes of comedy. Nice. You I know? mean, you got a solid laugh out of me, if that makes you feel better. You're right. So I just do voices on stage. Yeah. That hasn't been done before. Nah, you're like uh, the new. You're like the Bobcat Goldthwait of Atlanta. Oh comedy. my good. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh man. I don't know. I can't do voices. Yeah, but we. Sh- no one should do that voice. No one ever. <laughs> Even he doesn't do it. Oh man. Even he's like, yeah. We. No one needs to do that. I watched one of his movies recently, and I almost killed him. Um. I'm- <laughs> I was going to say kill myself. I almost, I almost went to his house and murdered him. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to say kill myself. That sounds suicidal. So I said, kill him. Like, that was better. That's homicidal. No, like, yeah, that's 100% worse. Yeah. I mean, uh, y- yeah. I, I'm taking someone else's life. That's bad. Like, Aaron, let's not do that. No, that's not. That's no way to start the Funniest Podcast. Welcome to Buddyish <laughs> Podcast <laughs> for comedians and for people that love comedy. And people who love open mic comedy. Oh, yeah. That's my attempt at the voice. Who's that? What'd you say, Mary? Oh, yeah. I, I'm Mary, <laughs> that's our producer. No, yeah. no, that's our intern. Yeah. We keep we keep referring to an intern that's off off mic that uh, can, that, can uh, you can you go and look that up for us? Thank you. Thank you very much. Right, can I get a coffee? Thanks. That's a guy. All right. So uh, let's do a rundown. This is that's been 10 minutes, right? We just yeah. we just talked about the intro. for. That 10 was minutes. a solid 25 minutes of, uh, of good comedy right there, I think. Um, so if you've never listened to the funniest podcast before, what we like to do is we like to do a rundown of all of the open mics currently happening in Atlanta. If you've never listened to the funniest podcast, go listen to all the rest of them. There's 200 episodes out there. There's a lot. And by 200, he means two. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So this is the open mic schedule for the week for this week. Love it. All right. So Monday evening is when the week starts for comedy. Nothing Sunday. Sorry. Uh, Monday night is McCracken's and Jimmy Max. Those are both in Marietta. They're both show up, go up pretty easy to get on. They're both fine. Uh, Tuesday night is uh, roll call theater. It does an open mic, which is a bucket style open mic. And then cat's cafe is a show up, go up open mic. Noni's is a, a bucket open mic. And then Limburg junction is show up, go up open mic. Uh, Wednesday night is roll call again. It's at a different time. It's actually later, so it's nine instead of eight thirty or what eight o'clock or whatever. Um, and then we have, and that's bucket as well. Blue Lagoon is show up, go up. Crown is show up, go up. Smithfield Bar is show up, go up. And then uh, Thursday we have Frogger open mic, and we have Black House open mic. Both of those are show up, go up. Monticello and Lions Den show up, go up as well. And uh, actually, I missed one. Tuesday night it, there's also Crave. That's a show up, go up as well. Mm. So that's. Uh, that's about it. That's what we got going on in Atlanta. We got plenty of shows to do. Got plenty of. You're not sure about Saturday and Sunday, right? As far as I know, there's the only fr- there is a Friday. Okay. 
Um, every once in a while, there's a, there's a show called Black Bear t- at uh, Bear Necessities. Black Bear Tavern. Black Bear Tavern, and uh, he they will so if they have time, they'll do bucket spots for that. If they have time. Yeah. So if you have the time to go there. Yeah. Then you might be able to get on the. Welcome to Funnyish. <laughs> I can't get out of it now. That's my voice. Is I just mumble into the mic. You're doing both voices right now. This is actually this is really only one person. Yeah. On this podcast, it's just me pretending like Aram is here and. Uh, You're giving pauses, which you don't do in your comedy set, and then you <laughs> go back and you fill it in. <laughs> this is all lo- practice for that you. That was like. a low blow, but. That's a uh, that is constructive criticism, and uh, I believe that that's uh, that I will use that okay. in the future of my comedy. And, uh, okay, you big jerk. Yeah, well, that was a low blow. That one just certain. hurt. So, what do you like about open mics versus list versus buckets versus um, show up go up? I'm a list boy personally. So you try to get there early. I just like to be I because I get off work at six every night, so I just hustle my way down to a show and just try and get there as early as possible. And that's my that's my thing is uh, I'm a big big list guy. I'll be honest, most shows don't usually start before seven yeah or seven thirty anyway. So I haven't had a problem getting to a show on time. Um, so that's just me. I get what, if you're working late, why you wouldn't be into it. I there's a lot of different people do comedy. That's what I've been told. You think so? I, you know, a lot of people try to get into comedy and they have a full-time job. Um, corporate or something like that. I don't think it's any worse than anything else. Because I worked at Starbucks, did comedy. You just have to put up the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, either whichever... Which I have been doing, but... Yeah, I mean, you've been putting in the time. I wouldn't necessarily say that it is paying off. Right. Not since you dug one at me, I get to do one. <laughs> I get to throw it back. You know what I mean? It's like tennis. Yeah, no, it, and you're doing you dug both sides of that one because you're doing both voices here. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. mean I'm doing both voices here. We're Sorry, both. We're this is um, Andrew and Andrew. There's actually nine ninety people here. <laughs> so many people. They're all talking we're to having me a right party. now. They're all in my brain. So how do you prepare for an open mic? Um, I should probably prepare more if I'm honest, but I, (laughs) my method is I try and take time, at least like, usually it's my lunch break during the week to just think critically about Mm -hmm. either a bit that I have that maybe is working, but could work better. You know, like everyone has like those five or six out of 10 ones that you're like, this is working, but it's not what I want. Right. So usually I'll, I'll use that time to just sit with my phone and just come up with ideas of other angles or other other kind of ways to discuss this that topic. So that's that's my that's kind of my process is during the week I'll like during my my the day is when I'll kind of you know do my writing I guess mm-hmm. which is like I don't really write pen to paper truthfully. I usually just jot it down in my phone. I'll write like a few paragraphs here and there. But I don't like write pages and pages a day. I probably should. But wow, I love paper and pen. Yeah, most people do. I'm just uh, I don't I I actually do it when it's I have my phone in my hand all the time, yeah. so I'm just like a Gen Z comic, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Um, follow me on TikTok, everyone. That's true. I started a TikTok also. Well, that's fine. Yeah. 
I'm sure it's great. It has two, two TikToks, and uh, one of them was not stand-up. One of them was a dumb joke <laughs> that I was like immediately regretted as soon as I posted it. But and you can't take it down. It's there forever, right? Yeah. Well, I could take it down, but I feel. Well, but you know, just leave it up. Yeah. I mean, no one saw it, so no one saw it. It's not hurting anybody. Is I will say anybody? that's a great way. If you're like a comedian and you're like, I'm funny, but I don't have a way to get myself out there. I would say that <laughs> that's just me, guys. I'm just doing more voices. Yeah. Belly. Don't worry about it. Yeah. That's our that's our um, that's our cat mascot. Yeah. That's the mascot of the funniest Com- podcast. comedy that's, cat. That's Winterfell. Yeah. There it is. All right. But uh, anyway. so do you know what you're going to say before you grab the mic or are you just fly by the seat of your pants? You're like, you've had a bad mm. day and you're just going to release it. No, I can't do that. I always know at least which bits I'm about to do. And sometimes I have my phone on the stool next to me and I'll just look at it real quick just to, you know, like, and it's one of those things where if you're not like too, you're not looking at it too much, then people will let you get away with it a little bit. I would say for open mics, if you're working on something, do it. What yeah. you know, like you got to break it down. I, I would say if you're on a book show, mm-hmm. maybe if, don't. If, yeah. If you're trying to get booked, then people want to know, Hey, you have five minutes of material and you don't have to look at it your phone yeah. or you have a bunch of writing on your hands. If you're going to first time first year, mm-hmm. notebook phone. Yeah. I'm four years in. I've, I still, I still do it at open mics where I'll, I'll have my phone next to me and I like, I write down my set list in my phone mm-hmm. and I put it on the stool and then I just like periodically I'll look over at it, make sure I did the joke that I was trying right. the new thing. And my process is that I usually, if I'm at an open mic and I'm trying something new, I start with something that I know works and then I'll go into the new thing and I'll end with something that I know works. Yeah. BCA. Yeah. Material. So you do like your a material at the end. Yes. Sure. Or yeah. Your strongest joke. It may be a, it may just be ACB or or eight or whatever. I don't know. People say start strong and stronger. Who's it said? Louis, Louis CK. Probably. Ralphie May. Yeah. I don't know. Someone says that someone who's makes money doing this. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I don't either. So I'm. Um, we're doing this podcast for free. I'm doing this podcast for free, ladies and gentlemen. I've made sixty dollars. Oh, comedy. that's that's already that's more than I made. I in comedy, I've made I've made. But it's really like negative, like yeah, if a couple fa- thousand. Oh well, if you're doing that, then yeah. yeah. I mean, like I've actually. You know what? Now I'm thinking about it. I don't think I've actually made money because I got given a check. I've gotten given checks a few times. Yeah. And from clubs and i'm like so excited that i got a check i don't actually cash it because i don't want to lose the the check and i'm just, so i have it framed like i have two checks framed one yeah. from skull and one from um stand up live in huntsville so like i'm like i, I just like yeah. so i technically haven't made the money that they gave me yeah i, I have the laughing skull check for ten dollars so i'm just like okay well yeah. i don't need the ten dollars and this i'd is rather cool. i'd rather just say my name and laughing skull like. yeah like i got paid to do stand to stand yeah. in front of people and do I mean, if you're thinking about it, it's it's a pretty good rate. I mean, if you think about it, it's ten dollars. People get paid what fifteen dollars an hour, but you got paid ten dollars for five minutes. That's a good way to look at it. You know, I mean, I, so so twenty minutes. You just multiply that by yeah. like sixty, or and no, then, not sixty. No, by like twenty. Yes. Yeah. So it's two hundred dollars an hour is what we're saying. Do I we do math here? I don't know. I I've never. Megan, can you do can you do that? Despite my religion, I've never been good at math. <laughs> 
Yeah, I have a degree in mathematics, and I'm just like totally lost. <laughs> I'm bad at arithmetic. I said sixty, and you were like, "Yeah." I, I, you know, I'm just going with. It. I'm like comedians. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Ten dollars for five minutes is pretty good money. Right. Yeah, I can agree with that. When you're at Starbucks or somewhere else, and you're making eleven dollars an hour, it doesn't help when you get fi- when you like get the job, and then you immediately get fired after the first day, right. and then you don't get rehired again for like five more years. That's comedy. Yeah. Yeah. You lose. You just keep getting fired over and over again. Like, no, we don't like that guy. No, we're not a fan. <laughs> and no, then, thank you. And then they're like, ah, he's better now. We see your resume. Yeah, okay. you got, you know, you you got clean. You got out of rehab, and now you're doing better. Yeah. And now, and now you get on stage, and then they're like, yeah, you know what? We were right the first time. You, you dropped most of your dick jokes. You got, you kept the good ones. Right. You know, you you jokes. kept some good dick tags. Yeah. And then, and then now there's like a, there's, it's like, it's not even just dick jokes. It's a dick chunk now. Yeah. It's, it's grown and it's, it's a good way to look at it. A dick chunk. A, yeah. A chunk of, yeah, I guess that's a foreskin. Welcome to the dick chunk show. The dick chunk podcast. Dick chunk. This week we're talking chode or no chode. Are we, uh, uh, we have a scientist on to snap find out. into a chode. Trying to snap into a yeah. Hmm. What's our tagline? That's good. I'm gonna write that down. All right. That'll be that'll be our our goal by the end of the podcast. Is yeah. I'm just gonna say that to Mike, and that's gonna be just for you. Oh, okay. Cool. You know, just for for so, me and for all of our listeners. And for if you us. guys do not laugh, you're Satan. Um, I uh, I'll get on board with that. Yeah. I'm Jewish. I don't even believe in that. But cool. yeah, but they are Satan if they don't laugh. Sure. So yeah, I write Only my Satan book. Satan wouldn't laugh at that. Yeah, exactly. But there are people out there who just grab the mic and have no idea what they're going to say. Yes, I've done that. I'm not going to lie, I've done that because I I have been in a situation. Now it's small. It's like situations where there's a bucket spot. I throw my name in the bucket. I'm not getting that. There's right. no way. There's one bucket spot and 40 comedians here. There's no way. And then I magically get the bucket spot, and I'm like, oh my god. Uh, 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 let me do crowd work for um, like you. There was one show I got, I got picked from the bucket just like by a fluke. There's like literally 40 comedians there for the bucket and one bucket spot. Mm -hmm. And I magically got the bucket spot. Um, and it was a show in front of 150 people. Wow. And, uh, I did, I have a video from it and I did fine, but it was one of those, like the very first thing. So it was a guy's birthday. And the guy is, so the birthday, the guy whose birthday it is, he picks the name out of the bucket and he introduces me. He goes, come on down. And I come on and he's still on stage when I get there. He's supposed to get off stage before I walk up and he's still there. And the first thing I said was like, we looked alike a little bit only in the way that like you and I look alike, dark hair, you know? And I was just like, yeah, I give it over to my uncle, you know, just a, just an easy and just, it was like they were the hottest crowd ever, and they just it just destroyed, and it destroyed so hard that this guy's like, I should probably get it back on stage, and he stood up on stage and wrapped his arm around around me, and I was just like, ah, I still I only have three minutes, <laughs> can I keep going now? So you killed it with your first joke. Get murdered. Murdered. I it mean, it wasn't that good of a joke. I'll admit it was not a great. Well, it was fine, you know. The audience but, thought it was good, right? Right. They they were like, "Oh, this is hilarious." They're we're so drunk right now. Yeah, it's this a is, good crowd. Right. They were super into it, and um, so I get into the so I start getting into jokes, and and a girl heckles me, mm. 
and I have to, and the first thing I said, and I, I don't even remember what the joke was about, like having sex or it was a joke about sex and, uh, and, or no, the joke was about how I don't, I'm not addicted to anything. I don't have like a, a normal vice like most people. Oh yeah. Alcohol or tobacco. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not addicted to drugs, porn. I'm not addicted to alcohol, whatever. And this girl goes probably sex. And I was just like, do you see how I'm dressed right now? I looked like shit. I was just like, I had on, it was like laundry day jeans and laundry, you know, like I looked terrible and I was like, I'm really, uh, I'm, I look like shit. And she, and that killed, I did crowd. I had three minutes. And I did like crowd work for a minute and 40 of it. I think so that's I, a good ratio. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. It did well, you know, it worked and everyone was like, it was a great set. But like I did one joke and everyone, and it did fine, but you know, I, I, I spent my time just like, you know, well, it's good that you realized, and that's the only. To be fair, that's like the one time I wasn't prepared was right. like to to get on stage and say something. Like I had, I didn't have my jokes prepared because I'm like, I'm just here to hang out. I'm not getting on stage. Yeah, there's no point. Why am I? Why am I preparing? And like, it's the one time that I. But you, I think what's good is that you didn't stick to your material when it wasn't working. Yeah, a lot of comedians will just stick to it and be like, well, maybe you should interact. I don't. Listen, if you're new, don't interact with the audience. Like, they will heckle you and kill you. Um, but if you know what you're doing and your material isn't working, what's wrong with reaching out and just talking about what's going on in the crowd? Yeah, no, there is nothing wrong with it. It was just, I was just like, I had some stuff I'd wanted to try that night. And then in my brain, I just, I was like, the adrenaline was in going yeah. and I just didn't think to do it. And then at that point, I was just like, well, this, this crowd work's working. And now you're just a total crowd work 100 percent. I, I actually don't write jokes anymore i just wait for the crowd to just oh that's so like meta to give them to me you know what i mean like i'm like an improv i'm oh. like let me get a suggestion for a job and then they're like, plumber that job sucks wait let me get a job get it <laughs> anyway we here all week baby oh. all right let me give you a suggestion okay. for a job plumber oh that job probably sucks huh that job's probably uh that job probably stinks That was good. That was I'm good like crowd a 90s work. comedian yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, what that's, do you do? that's about what I did. Do you have a wife? She, yeah, and she stinks too. Hey. Hey, my wife. Oh. Hey, my wife. Oh, wickery dickery duck. Um, that is some uh, older humor, but people still do it. Like you see some older comedians coming back on the scene. Yeah, every once in a while you'll see uh, a guy who's like very, you're like, oh, you love Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Big fan. And, uh, but I mean, basically what you just did to me is like what happened during that show is like, and it destroyed like, and it, you watch the video, like there's a video of it. There's video evidence of this. So you're posting it. Yeah. I'm going to post it on Reddit yeah. and say like, Hey, what do you guys think? I'm, I've, I've been, I've done comedy three times. What do you guys think? Should I, should oh, please I, do it. <laughs> what do you guys think of this crowd work? <laughs> Create an alter ego and we'll just mess with Reddit and be like, some Reddit, you know, detective would be like, uh, uh, I know who you oh, are. Oh, dude, I saw you posting a video last, like, six months ago. I, how, I've, I do always, for a while I did do something like that. When I started, I would, like, I would pretend, I'd be like, hey, guys, this is my first time doing comedy. So, you know, if you guys could just be nice and, like, you know, be yeah. cool. And then I'd do jokes that I knew would work. Like I did like three years in jokes. <laughs> you know, this is my first time doing comedy, and then people be like, "Wow, he's really good." <laughs> yeah, well, you said the. Low, I just low, would fool people yeah, into thinking low that expectations. I, right, I'm just, and then, um, 
I think one time I went up and, <laughs> and, and like it didn't do that well. And I was just like, and the host was just like, come on, man, comedy's hard. You know, we got it. Let's give it up for him. Let's make sure that, you know, let's give some love. You know what I'm saying? That's always like, hard. When you had multiple years under your belt and you go to a mic, the host doesn't know you. You don't do well. And he's like, hey, man, it happens hey, to comedy's all. comedy's tough. Yeah, it happens to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Wait it's, a few years. And you're just like, I've been doing this. I've been doing it a couple years, actually. I, I really thought this was going to work yeah. out. So, uh, so yeah, I mean the, the video, my, my, okay. So my preparation for a set, we've gone so far away from the question, but my preparation for a set is I write during the day. I try and come up with word for word, what the Mm -hmm. joke is going to be. And I just test it out at an open mic and then, and I might give it like two or three tries. Like if it doesn't work within three, then I, then I'll either scrap it or I'll try and write another something else like some other angle yeah different punch different angle something else like yeah it's usually the i'll, I'll get rid of that angle entirely because like a lot of times you you get on stage you don't realize that the path you're going down isn't the same path that other people are thinking right so i will usually i try and um like and then you get on stage and you realize like oh wait wait this isn't what i thought it was in my brain when i say it out loud like this right so when that happens i usually just I cut it off right there and I say, okay, let me, let me take this premise and just, and maybe like create a path going this way instead. Right. So like if, if you're thinking about it, it's like a fork in the road and then instead of going left, you go right. That's a good way to put it. A lot of times people don't think about the premise or their setups of the joke, but there's preconceived ideas about it. Yeah. And there's a thing like if, if you thought of this premise, there's probably a reason why it's probably because you feel strongly about it. But you just you're not sure what about it is interesting to you. You have to kind of figure that out by doing shows, mm-hmm. and so that's that's my preparation usually. Is like I will go on stage with, like again word for word. I actually do it word for word. I'll say it in my brain over and over again, and then I'll say it out loud over and over again, and I write it down word for word, and I look at it. if it reads if I read it and I think it's funny, then I go okay, I think this could work, and I say it to myself and I still think it's funny, okay, you know. And that's, that's usually how I, at least that's my preparation for doing a, a show. And I'm usually, I'm almost always like, I might forget what, you know, like I might forget which joke I meant to tell in between. Like, you know, I, I, I'm very guilty of the like, oh, what was the next thing I wanted to say? I'm that guy. Yeah. Cause like I get through the whole bit and I know all of it and then I finished that bit and I was like, what was the next one? Like, yeah. Cause a bit could have multiple punches or or even when i'm just transitioning to a new thought like if it's an entirely new bit sometimes i just forget where i meant to place that bit or what you know so that's that's like at least uh, that's the one thing that's another thing i'm trying to get better at is like just being more prepared and knowing which jokes i'm telling when Mm -hmm. and just not having to look at my phone do you have five minutes now of just one topic where you could just be like i have I could do five minutes just on work or relationships. I don't think so. I think I have like up to two and a half minutes on one topic. I think it's a pretty good limit because afterwards, sometimes it gets boring. Right. I have I have trouble coming up with. And it's not like it may just be the style that I have, but mm-hmm. like it's hard for me to like once I come up with a punchline that works, I just use that. Right. And then it's hard for me to once that works, it's hard for me to be like, OK, now another thing well you do a couple tags with it but yeah you're right right like and the tags are never as good as the first one for me i don't know why that's just how it works for me is usually the the first not the first one but like 
I'll try it. It won't work a few times. And I finally come up with some, I finally like math it until it works. And then what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to add more at the end. Right. But then those tags never quite reach the pinnacle of what the punchline was. You know what I mean? So my process has now become adds, add punchlines into the, not, I guess not into the setup, but you know, you set up the joke and then you have a small punchline and then you have a slightly bigger one and then the real ones at the end. Mm. And then like, so, his, yeah, you're doing a rule of three. I mean, you're not doing or, anything new at the end, but you're, you're building yeah, up. And it may not be three. It may, it's, it's just structurally like, like I have jokes where like, I'm trying to think of one that, that falls under that cat. Like I have a whole joke about how, like we were discussing in the last one, how, um, I played high school basketball mm. and the joke is like, Hey guys, I probably, I look like an athlete. I'm small. Obviously I don't look like an athlete. So that's technically a punchline right there. And then, um, I played basketball in high school, which is again, when you look at me, it's kind of another one, but those are both small. And right. The joke is I played high school basketball for an entire game. And when you say enti- and like you have to pause between entire and game, like I played high school basketball for an entire game and because they might think season or yeah, you, in in your brain you think oh a whole season or a whole career. high school career yeah yeah so I think I played for an entire game and then so that's almost another one but the big one is that like I played high the first game of high school basketball I tried to set a pick on a guy he was six two he's really tall he hit me really hard and I fell on my back and that's <laughs> that's yeah right that's the moment that I was like I don't think basketball is for me it's not for me yeah, yeah and then I was about halfway to the ground and I was like you know what I think I might be more of an artist. <laughs> that's the big one where, yeah. but those little ones are still there yeah. to lead up to that big one. But then what I've heard you're supposed to do is after that big one, you're supposed to add more to tag on. But every time I try, I'm always mm. like, it just never quite hits the, the right. same. I, it may just be a, I'm four years in, I'm not quite there yet, but yeah, that's what people tell me too. They're like, you get your, you get your laugh and then it's so much easier for them to laugh again at the same premise. Right. The same setup. Yeah. I'm not sure if my jokes are they're not. They can't be that complex where they forget what the punchline was. Right. But you're right. Like, the tag is never as good. Yeah. And and it's because, like, and really, I think, I guess what you're supposed to do is you're add, maybe you add the tag before or I'm not sure what the math is. that. Yeah. I wonder if those there, are but. tags or just, like, details because I do think those details are funny within your joke. Right. And it's, like, I guess yeah. technically they're not. You, I don't know if you can necessarily call them punchlines, but. I guess if it gets a laugh, it's a punchline. Yeah, well, it's a joke, right? Or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to call it, but it, it they do they are like little small ones yeah. that lead up to the big one at the end. That's I guess that's structurally how I set up jokes normally. I like that. That's my one example of like I don't know, but then there, there's a few of them that are just like kind of like I have some stuff about like I have jokes. I guess I do technically have five minutes. I just don't know how much of it's connected, you know. Mm-hmm. Like cause some of it, like I have jokes about how I have Crohn's disease. And then that affects my life because I can't drink or do drugs. Mm. And then, but technically being sober and Crohn's are not the same right. thing idea, but they are related. And that's the one, that is one thing I've been trying to work on is like, even though they're not related, they kind of are, you know, they so flow you, together. They flow together. And I can say that I have Crohn's and that's why I don't drink. And yeah. I also don't drink because of, and then the other reason I don't drink is because I was, you know, because I, th- the joke is I s- started when I was 21 and the first drink I ever had was a Natty Light, which is, yeah, the joke is like, that's not a good place to start. No. Trying to get into drinking and starting with a Natty Light. That's like if you never heard a song before and we're like, let's see what Limp Biscuit's all about. 
which is wait, who's Limp Bizkit? Let's listen to them. Oh, Limp Bizkit is a they're like a a rap new metal band from they like sound good. They were. <laughs> I'm personally not a fan, but people were big fans of Limp Bizkit. It's like a big um, it's like kind of what you're into if you're like from Florida. Hey Sarah, what do you want to listen to on the radio? Can I listen to Limp Bizkit? We got All a new right. We got a new Limp Bizkit single coming at you. Chocolate Starfish. 7.52 in the morning. We're here with Limp Bizkit. We got, we're here with Fred Durst. Fred Durst, Durst. is Durst is the is the main guy. But yeah, essentially, like the whole premise there is that, I guess the structure, that, like that one is just one punchline. There's no... Yeah. But it's quick, so I guess you can get away with it. I think but. it's hard within five minutes, too, because like if you're talking to someone, I'll, I only have five minutes. You want to do the best five minutes that you have and a lot of times tags just don't allow you to do it yeah yeah yeah. and that was part of the video too is i was like i do think about that sometimes where i was like like since the since i posted that video on reddit i was like maybe and if you if you listen to the last one i posted a video on reddit i got blamed for it anyway it's the whole thing listen to the last one but i posted that video on reddit and people were saying you're going too fast and part of me was thinking like maybe it's because it was only four minutes is it four minutes now? It was a four-minute set. Uh, and So they liked you at three? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And I squeezed a lot in there, I think. Because are they still doing 20 people? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's 20 why. people. It's four-minute sets. And so part of me thinks, like, you know, I was going fast, but maybe it's because I was squeezing so much into that little amount of time. That is hard, like, when you've been practicing five minutes, and then you're yeah. like, oh, man, I only got really, I don't know, 245 because then your ending joke has got to be started you know the thing is that like i've gotten to a place now where i can like i have like nine minutes or eight minutes or like somewhere around there eight to nine minutes of jokes that like it all goes in this exact order and i can cut it off in any place that's good so if i have those bits we're like i don't have to say crowns i don't have to say beer i don't have to say basketball but it's all like i just i can remember all of it because it's all in the same order so it builds upon it yeah yeah so if i do i do this joke this joke and this joke if for four minutes and then if i do this one this one and this one that's eight minutes, eight minutes. so like it's all con- like it all uh and then if, if at any point i need to stop i can just stop after this one or you know if it's six minutes i can stop after the fourth one or do whatever you have a closer that takes like a minute like a closing joke yeah i mean i've tried to i've tried to shoehorn in a short one in there but like i always try and refer back to something that i said before it never really works that well though if yeah. i just kind of go and I'm confidently saying it. I found that it works just fine if you like, cause the way I do it is I just thread all of the jokes kind of lead into each other, or I try to lead them into each other to a place where like, like, okay, I have Crohn's disease and then I don't drink. And then I, um, and, uh, I'm I, like, I am, I'm an artist and I didn't play bat. That's why I tried playing basketball and that's why I'm an artist now. And then, I'm gentle soul and that's why I play video games. That's mm-hmm. why I play Minecraft and um, you know, I'm, I'm a gentle soul, but I have been temper. So I have road rage and right. like all of these things sort of lead into each other. But if you're doing a five minute set, you can get rid of, you can stop it yeah. at the drinking stuff or whatever. So I don't know. That's how I've, that's how I handle it. You know, where I'm just like, well, I know exactly this. That's good. Set. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, not nervous about it. Cause I'm like, well, I know all of this and I know where the punchlines are yeah. and I know where, and if, and if it needs to be shorter, I can shorten it to just this part. That's good. So I think at least for me, that's been the most successful thing that I've done so far. But if I'm at an open mic, I'll do whatever order. It doesn't, 
Yeah, if you're just goofing around and then like there's, you know. Yeah, you know, you try like I try and do something that works. Like I'll do the first joke that I normally do. Like I'll just do like, oh, I look like Harry Potter uh, anyway. So here's a new joke. Yeah, I but, like that. Yeah, start with some stuff, try out some new stuff, end with something. Yeah. Yeah, end with something that does work. And yeah. I don't know. So I guess that's structurally what I'll do if I'm if I'm trying to focus on like the length of the set. Well, you heard it here on Funny-ish. How to structure your set. At least how I do it. Thank you. Bye.